went from is everybody good? We, we went from Ben not liking his we went from Ben not liking his camera position to Ryan not liking penis placement, and I'm not really sure <laughs> penis placement. Yeah, I'm not really sure how. Like, are you how? talking about places you've put it, or like where it is on your anatomy? Because <laughs> this could go this could go a lot of different directions, and I kind of want to explore it a little bit now. Different directions. What? Exactly. Well done. I'm so disappointed. Well, welcome right to now. Bounty Board. <laughs> welcome yeah, to Bounty Board, guys. We're not live yet. We're going live right now, though. Holy oh, shit. Eric's oh, Eric's live. Don't oh, this is it. all captured. We're live on. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I'm recording the audio for it, so like, yeah. we'll, we'll get that. We got it. Yeah. We got it. It's we there. got it, baby. It's there. <laughs> Smurf, wouldn't, wouldn't you want to know, buddy? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so, how's it going, everybody? It's, uh, well, first of all, Eric, Phil, I think you're on the wrong mic. What? Let me. I think you're on the wrong mic. You're echoey. Very oh echoey. Oh boy, hang on. Hang yep. on. While he's fixing that, I'll answer his question. Thank you very much. Uh, it has been a crazy two weeks. Travel and then... Where was I last week? Oh, sc- school was starting. Yeah, so it's been an interesting switch to... I went from... I'm still catching up because I went from working out at night to working out early in the morning. Is it better? Yeah, there you go. Yep. Okay. Now, now right. you got your silky, silky smooth. I did realize the fucking again. gain was to the mix. <laughs> um, Them gains, though. Yeah, back to getting gains in the morning. Um, which in the BMs. <laughs> in the BMs. Uh, they're super uh, BM now uh, that I'm working out God. in the morning. Let me tell you about it. Um, you, you, don't, you don't have so, to. <laughs> so when did you used to work out? I used to work out at night. Uh like when-ish? Uh, usually around 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. And then when everybody was settled down for the evening, and now I've switched it back because I get up, I take Ella to school, and then work out right afterwards. Which, when you're intermittent fasting, is supposedly better because you're, it's better to work out at the end of your fast versus... That's what they say. Uh, yeah, going that. So I haven't uh, decided if that's bro science or not. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I even heard somebody say, like, oh, the body part that you work out... Uh, under fasting burns fat in that area and everything I've ever read for the last 30 years of my life was that you can't like work out your stomach and get a flat stomach like that's not how that works (laughs) yeah no it's it's I've seen yeah tech exactly you work out the exactly you burn the fat that's stored you know you work out that's fasted exactly so I see better everybody's an air experience well I was live we're live now on Caleb's too so I was live before you so everybody came over here (laughs) no that's fine I'm um, only a little jealous. I know. Oops, that's the wrong one. Hold on. <laughs> there it is. I'm still confused about penis uh, placement. Yeah, we're 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 gonna get back to that. Yeah, so I've uh, I notice more energy production and quicker weight loss when I work out in the morning uh, at the end <laughs> of the fast. So is really all I've noticed. I mean, I've dropped working out four six days now doing this. I've dropped five pounds there you uh, go. almost instantly. Nice. So um, nice. that's really the only thing. Uh, that I've noticed. Uh, uh, by the way, guys, we switched the topic tonight to working out, so it's going to be a lot of uh, <laughs> bro science and things like that. It's uh, Nerdy Fit. That was the first episode of Nerdy Fit. Nerdy Fit. <laughs> Dude, Ben, I've been trying to get Amanda to put together a fucking workout routine and run a thing on Instagram for Nerdy Fit for years. And she and each, each workout could be a video game theme. Yeah. yeah. And you can like level up if you like send in you doing it and send in your results and shit. That would yes. be cool. Nerdy fits like is it. gonna happen. It'll like be our it. New Year's resolution. <laughs> to be a 
it could be a channel in the. Uh, so, the so the program will be program will be dissolved by February. You'll <laughs> <laughs> never even have started. <laughs> never start. Never start. Oh man. Can't feel like a failure if you never start. It's true. <laughs> if you're tired of starting over, quit starting. <laughs> Wait, that's not how that goes. Uh, shit. Okay, so uh, Eric's back. Um, Sarge is here. Ben here. is here. I yep. am here. I have a new uh, nostril cam. Yep, I like camera's, that. Camera's nice and low for everybody. So Ben's officially here now because he has a nameplate. Notice? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's official in this yeah. match. Um, but before we get into like the intro and everything, I came into the end of a conversation and heard that Ryan has a problem with penis placement, and that absolutely needs to be discussed. What the <laughs> fuck you meant? Uh, Do you think ben, your penis ben is was, in the wrong place, or have you been putting ben your was, penis in the wrong places? Ben was like, "I'm, I got this new camera. And I'm just not sure where to put it." And I was like, "Just like my penis. That's it. That's all it was. It wasn't <laughs> anything." <laughs> oh Jesus! Okay, just a, that's... a quick one too, and it ruined everybody's lives. So. Oh man. Okay. Man, well, I should have oh, oh, taken another. Know. I should have taken another week off. You are <laughs> next week. Calm down, homie. <laughs> Okay, anyway, what's up, nerds? Welcome to another episode of Bounty Board, your intimate artisanal video game podcast featuring your four favorite goofs. I'm one of your hosts, Caleb, at LubWub. Uh, to my north on my stream is Sketch Sawyer. What's up, Ben? Hi, everybody. To his left is Sergeant Sodium. What's up, Ryan? What do I do with my hands? <laughs> oh, my God. And to, the immediate, <laughs> to my immediate left is the man himself who's been gone for two weeks, Hybrid Glass. What's up, Eric? Howdy. I'm back. Eric has given us his week. Ryan had ruined his opportunity to tell us about his week by having penis discussions. Ben, how's your week been? <laughs> oh, you know, just uh, making a comic book. That's my whole life right now. Countdown not- to when school starts. School starts a week from tomorrow. It's not a bad yeah, life. I'm a little excited about Yeah, it's not a bad my life. Oh god. What I oh god, I got to draw uh, all day. I'd be a little more enthusiastic if I weren't so behind. So I could that's, if that's you sort of sapping the joy out of it a little bit. If you want now, to send them to me, I can color them. Yeah, okay. we can switch. <laughs> or and Charlie you can, can. You can <laughs> You could rake through inside the lines it don't matter. <laughs> you could rake through all of the contracts that I've got to go through and I can mm-hmm really mess up your comic i mean <laughs> you, sure. you can climb through every attic and crawl space for me if yeah I, i'll definitely draw some pictures i don't have Just, a fun one because working at gamestop sucks if you want to trade salaries for that amount of time i'm wow, that's down, man. that's top that's topical <laughs> yes dude it's a fucking, it's a fucking piece of the news it's very yeah. topical it's real topical y'all <laughs> my life is crumbling oh i guess my workplace is crumbling my life's all right my life's all right don't get alarmed um <laughs> So, before we dive into our topic, oh, I guess my week, my bad. My week's been pretty good. Uh, I got exciting news from home. Uh, the, me and the wife have an important announcement. We 100%ed Crash Team Racing today. You should have paused longer there. I should have paused way exciting. longer. <laughs> I should have paused way longer. Sorry, I was too... Like Aaron reading the news. Just I was too concerned. <laughs> okay. Moving on. There News channel. Fine. No, <laughs> uh, no we, uh, we we 100%ed Crash Team Racing uh, about an hour ago. Um, so we got every single collectible, every single time trial, every single boss, all of that shit. Because, you know, when my wife does play games, she plays the fuck out of them and then takes another 10-year break. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, other than that... 
Just uh, had some dope interactions on Twitter with uh, the 343 folks again. Yep. And nice. uh, sat down with Ben and my grandmother today and recorded two episodes of Procedural Generations because we are gearing up for season two's release date, September 4th. That's coming. nice. I also have every video that we have streamed pulled to be put on YouTube. So a lot, nice. a lot of shit's going to be happening, y'all. It's going to be dope. Good. Um, but yeah, enough about me. Let's talk about everyone else's news. So this episode, a lot like last week's episode, is going to be very news heavy. Um, Gamescom is going on right now. I'm sure stuff will be announced throughout the rest of the week. But the big announcement day was Monday. We had a Nintendo show at 6 in the morning. We had um, Inside Xbox at 11. We had Stadia at 1. And then we had opening night live with Jeff Keighley and one of the strangest fucking relationships in games, Keighley and Kojima. Um, at two, uh, <laughs> and we'll get to that eventually because the Twitter takes are hot, and they're all like, you know, it looks like Kojima just kind of humors this guy, and Keeley's a fanboy. But I don't want to pass any judgment. Not yet. We'll do that later. Um, so we're going to dive into news, and most of the news is going to relate pretty closely to what's going on today. But I guess because Eric already blew my spot up, sorry, we'll start with. <laughs> We'll start with that. GameStop has laid off 120 staff members, which represents 14% of the company's headquarters associates. Now, I mm, I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk about this. So, like, they said that they are finished laying off people at the organizational level, which means, like, stores are going to get closed, y'all. Stores are going to get fucking closed. Um, Do you think it's the beginning of the end? Yes. Yeah, I think because like a couple weeks ago they they cut down the regional staff. They cut down regional staff. Basically, GameStop went from having thirty two regions and like a hundred people to eighteen regions and fifty people running wow. those. So I feel like they're going to condense stores to the high volume stores and leave those up uh, in an effort to try and. I think they're trying to make themselves viable. Like appealing to someone to come in and purchase them because um, nobody wants them. Well, the article that you posted <laughs> was saying that they've given up uh, towards the end of it. They've given up on trying to find somebody to buy the company, so they're going with a total. Yeah, who would buy that? Um, they're going with a. To- I mean, I don't know. Maybe have a full game plan ready to go. If you're going to, you can't maybe buy them. Like I could do something with this. No, I can be a rebrand. I can see yeah. somebody like game crazy. I could see <laughs> somebody. Yeah, I could see somebody like an Amazon coming in. And purchasing the online assets and then turning them into the Amazon webfront for games, um, you know sure. something like that to keep the brand name and the brand equity. And then the problem is their warehouses are fully used shit. The new shit goes to oh, wow. Walmart, Best Buy, and everything else. So who right. would use the used shit? I mean, you could auction that off pretty. You could liquidate all that used stuff pretty quickly. And I'm sure there's some gems sitting around for in the GameStop right, vaults. For, shit, you know. could you imagine for the right price? Yeah. I think I think if they went the boutique route, um, and and focused on like a really cool chic storefront with apparel, knickknacks, like for St. for St. Louis and Star Clipper in its prime, and and even uh, and even uh, Star Clipper now looks really designer and and like a nice place to walk into. Yeah, for sure. So so it could be GameStop hasn't been that for a minute. Yeah, it, it's starting to look like a Spencer's Gifts, but like if if they, <laughs> if they cut down on all the new game releases and and just go to limited stock, you know, like like 
comic book shops only get a lot of books if you get it pre-ordered. So, you know, if you get five Madden 20 pre-orders, then that's all they get. Or something like that. But then focus on the retro, focus on the vintage, yep. focus on the t-shirts. Like, I think it could still... If Hot Topic's still around, for God's sake... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is turn it into the Hot Topic right. of gaming. Yeah, GameStop could be, too. It's just with the right design, with the right branding, low overhead. So here's I, my... My pitch if, is not even that. Because from someone who's worked in GameStop for the last, like, five years, like... They tried that. They bought ThinkGeek and tried to move the yeah. ThinkGeek inventory into GameStop stores, and they did it so fucking clumsily. But that's, but that's that, junk. Like, the stores are a mess. But that's and, like, junk. Like the reason. What do, uh, to, what do you want them to spend money on? That's not junk. They have no fucking money. Yeah, I don't know. But it, that loot box just went out of business for the same thing. People don't want to fill their basements up with shit anymore. Like. like yeah, I had so loot my, box for like three months. I'm like, this is neat. And then the fourth month, I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is I all had, garbage. Yeah, I had loot box. I need for, to go home and rethink my life. Yeah, my, Oops. The, the t-shirts and my and stuff <laughs> for my kids. stuff for my kids. But all the shit that my kids were playing with is now on the shelf in my office. Um, just sitting up there. Uh, it would be neat, though, to Ben's point, to have a cool spot to walk into where you could maybe find a cool collectible, right? Um, yeah. You know, you know, I would love to go back and pick up some of the really cool, uh, like the Darksiders, uh, Darksiders three statue. You know, if I could go in there and find that for you know a couple bucks or you know something like that. I mean, yeah, collectibles is not a dying business. No, anybody's ever all. been to a comic book convention? No. Mm-hmm. So let me hear me out. I, I like that idea, but I was pitched to actually really interesting idea recently that someone suggested GameStop become a hub for like colloquial game tournaments and give a place for like essentially esports is in the spot now where the only thing it needs to do to really cement itself is actually get grassroots teams started yeah base like baseball's got ace hardware financed t-ball and coach pitch right you're sponsored by ace hardware and floyd's bait shop and whatever and you put it on the front of the shirt you make game stops uh lounges with they'd have to get bigger very few GameStops have the square footage. They for have a lot of stores that aren't doing volume right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but even the square close footage those, is, close those stores down and turn them completely into lounges. I don't. I still don't think that's enough square footage. Those have stores you, are tiny. Most stores are big. My store is very tiny, but like the store on Hanley is like two and a half times the size of my store, mm. and like you could Hanley. fit. It's right I next guess. to Walmart and Buffalo yeah, Wild Wings. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, the store right by my house, you could turn that into a pretty decent lounge, you know, and have, you know, some pretty good, you know, you could have host smash tournaments there, fighter tournaments, you know, uh, and cool things like that. It's right next to a Little Caesars, so. The only problem with the competitive stuff is that uh, that we, we had tournaments at both the Del Mar store, which is the biggest store in the area next to West Florissant, and the Baldwin store and Rock Hill store, and none of them made money. So, not to say that we know what we were doing per se, and hopefully the one in Austin knows what it's doing. I'm sure they do, considering they had a whole business plan built around it. We had a hard time getting a bunch of people in to play a new game or even play Street Fighter and spend money in the store. So that's that's tricky. The, yeah, it's very the one in Austin is very much a bar before it is. Yeah, um, you know, we got a new barcade in St. Louis that's stellar. Yeah, it's it's very much a bar before it is a you know they're they definitely are, they're showing like they're uh, hyping up. Uh, I keep getting emails from them like they're doing all the Twitch Rivals tournaments they're going to be showing, uh, which I think is kind of cool. So if I ever get the inclination to drive, 
all the way down, uh, <sighs> way out of my way out of my neighborhood. Um, yeah, I could uh, I could get there. So uh, and see myself hanging out. So before I was so rudely interrupted by my computer deciding to just fucking restart. Oh, it was your computer? Get yeah, computers. my right. internet didn't do anything. My my computer was just like, boop, back nice. on. Cool. Um, the honestly, the most painful part about this GameStop news is not even that like GameStop circling the drain, as I was saying just before I cut out. It's that at the same time, GameStop laid off like three quarters of its editorial staff from Game Informer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of really, really fucking talented people um, just lost their jobs. One guy was literally on vacation. Hmm. He got on Twitter this morning and was like, I'm, I'm fucking on vacation. And I opened up my email this morning and GameStop was like, you don't have a job anymore. Yeah. <laughs> LaBelle. Sorry. <laughs> you know, LaBelle in my chat says, your computer's more salty than sodium. God damn it. Uh, amazing. Amazing. Yeah, that always sucks when you see these corporate layoffs. We've talked about that a lot um, on I'm other really podcasts. Surprised, really surprised. I'm going to say it again. Really surprised that any of these rags get to last this long. Yep. Um, yeah, the sure. fact that you know Edge magazine out of Europe or out of the UK is still around is crazy. But that's one of the most beautifully designed. Yeah, I love magazines that magazine in my entire life. You know, but like, Edge, is, Edge is built like wired, so it's yeah, it's got. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, but I'm. Things. The the only way, and we we've been saying this. Oh my God! Since I was writing. For games in 2004, uh, 2005. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that the only reason Game Informer had the numbers it did is because it had employees hawking it and selling it. You know, like they were yeah. the number one magazine in the world because they had a brick and mortar pushing them. Yep. Because people aren't buying the magazine, they're buying the year subscription to, yeah. to um, Power Up Pro so they get 10% off their used shit. Yep. And the magazine's attached. And that yeah. trade in bonus. Mm, so if you still worked bonus. at Game Informer in 2019, you should be grateful, and and that, oh, okay. not, that yikes. that you've made it this far. Not sure. that you got fired, but like you should, you <laughs> no, should just no, go. No, yeah, I know what you mean. <sighs> okay, like, we did it. Seen this. Yeah. We did it, guys. We got so far. This we, was a twenty-year tidal wave. You had plenty of warning. Yep, made it to the end. We made it's just it. weird that Game for, uh, sorry, that GameStop would go after Game Informer. When like they're not dependent on Game Informer's income, and I'm pretty sure Game Informer's income supports itself. Well, I mean, maybe not. Maybe I mean, not. They, they, maybe they had to fire them for something. It would be really awesome if they figure out how to, if like Andy McNamara figures out how to get Game Informer away from GameStop and turns it into it's just a web, just, a web only thing. It's going to be a joystick polygon situation. They're going to form another supergroup. Yep. And a new dot com and a new enterprise and they'll probably kick ass. Hey guys, Nerdy Bits is looking for people to build a fucking empire. <laughs> <laughs> Come we on can off- we can offer you nothing. Smile. <laughs> Yo, we barbecue pretty fucking well though. Yeah, barbecue pretty well. Hey, co- cost of uh, starting a new business in St. Louis is next to nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah. I'm sure Minneapolis isn't much higher, but St. Louis is the spot. And there's a lot of fucking educated people here. So let's go. You want to address what LaBelle just said? So yeah, LaBelle just said this might be off topic, but if you know how Sega is, Sega of Europe told fans that they will not take over the movie. Uh, I'm assuming the Sonic movie? My theory is because Sega promotes artistic views. If they took control of it, they would have to go off. They would have to go after fan art and fan games. Keep in mind, no fan games means that we wouldn't have had Sonic Mania. Hmm. Hmm. 
Yeah, it is a little off topic, but that's it's interesting. Uh, I I didn't realize Sega was that hands off with the movie, but I, I guess, guess so. I mean, that makes sense. A little weird. Well, I guess well, this is a perfect segue. To Maybe they shouldn't have been off. Looking at it. Yeah. Speaking of being hands off with the movie, apparently Sony and Mike uh, Microsoft, Sony and Marvel can't get along, and. Uh, this deal is so fucking weird, dude. So the article I pulled into our little um, document for tonight is actually Sony's response because they did respond today. Um, and so Sony has made an, so the news is that they couldn't make a deal on how to do the next Spider-Man, and so Sony just fucking left the negotiating table, which led people to believe that like, well, I guess Spider-Man won't be in the MCU anymore. So Sony has made an official statement in response to news that Marvel will not co-produce any further Spider-Man films, blaming Disney and saying it's disappointed that Marvel president Kevin Feige will no longer act as lead producer on the film franchise, which is hugely different news if it's just him not being the lead producer. As reported by The Hollywood Reporter, Sony claims that much of today's Spider-Man news has been mischaracterized or has mischaracterized recent discussions and that Disney made the decision to part ways with Sony. Much of today's news, this is a quote, about Spider-Man has mischaracterized recent discussions about Kevin Feige's involvement in the franchise. We are disappointed, but respect Disney's decision not to have him continue as lead producer of our next live-action film. Sony then further explained that Feige may have had too much on his plate to focus on IP that Marvel does not own. That sounds Especially like with smoke. the recent addition of Marvel characters from Disney's acquisition of 20th If you look at what Tech just says, that sounds like smoke. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Disney wanted to take their current five percent and move it to fifty percent. Yeah, they wanted to. They wanted to share fifty fifty percent of the producing fees. Yep, which makes sense. Like Sony's not making it; Marvel is. Right. But at the same well, I mean, time, Disney Marvel doesn't need 5% any percent first. At the like same the time, Marvel percent. doesn't need any motherfucking money. Yeah. They're printing it. They made five billion the first half of this year. Oh, so yeah, it was a shit deal to begin with. Disney so, only got five percent on opening day, and the rest Sony got. The if rest. only there was any numbers between five and fifty, they could have agreed with. It depends on how much work they're doing. Like if if Marvel's really producing the shit out of this and doing all the work, I would be like, "Yo, you're doing nothing." Just to help, fifty percent uh, is a lot. Yeah, just to help Smurf out real quick, it was not 50% of the profits. Disney or Sony saw nothing on Spider-Man's appearances in non-Spider-Man titled films. So Civil War, Avenger, uh, Infinity, Infinity War, and Endgame, they saw nothing. Uh, they yeah. saw none of the profits of those movies. They only yeah. saw profits from uh, the two Spider-Man films. Yeah. And, and they- it, also adding to it, I, I read into it a little bit more on some of the other financial sites that I look at is... Um, it was only a five-year or five-film deal for the until they had to come back to the negotiating table, so that's why we're seeing it pop up right at the end of Endgame. Um, I agree, though, with Ben and Tech's assessment that it is there's some smoke, and ultimately we're never going to know what the conversations were. And it's you know I think it's shitty for all fans. Um, it sounds a lot like Marvel leaked this out to what to let Sony see how pissed people would be if yeah. they didn't get their shit together. Yep. And yeah, I agree. I agree 100% with Tech. They could still negotiate. I would imagine there are still Sony phone calls. Sony said it's not and, over. 
yeah, I would imagine there are still phone calls, there are still conversations, there are still goings on. I thought it was really funny that everybody immediately ran to Ryan Reynolds to have Deadpool um, <laughs> yeah. save uh, <laughs> save uh, Spider-Man. Um, and then there was the inevitable IGN put up another post around who could replace Spider-Man in the MCU, and I'm like, that's not even really... Why are we looking for a replacement on arguably the biggest superhero in the Marvel stock? Um, right now, it's, sure. It's, yeah, it's uh, not going to happen. Yeah, it's really weird timing. Like, like, you know, spoiler alert, Tony just gave him the keys mm-hmm. to the kingdom. Oh, mm-hmm. and the end of Far From Home was like, yeah. Yeah. what now, motherfuckers? Yeah. Yep. Like, exactly. Yeesh. Yeah, uh, Tech also says this could be promo for Far From Home. You know, coming out on digital. A, a lot of a lot of bad news is not. It's all or- orchestrated. You know. Yeah. Like right. like some uh, Sony left a iPhone at a bar. <laughs> y'all, if they renegotiate or, uh, Apple, this... Apple left an iPhone at a bar. Yeah, that was yeah. intentional. No, if they y'all, if they renegotiate this deal and we get more Spider Man, you best believe them will buy day one tickets because you never know when it might end. Yep. <laughs> like. It was almost gone. I gotta get him day one now because you never know. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, and inversely, if I have to watch Uncle Ben die again, I'm not gonna go see that. Yeah. I don't want another. I don't want another now, reboot. Hold on, I need to step aside. Is this specifically because you are Uncle Ben? No. Or is no. it because <laughs> Un- like I get unreal. the sensitivity? Oh my god, unrelated. Tech said Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, Spider-Man Homeless, <laughs> Spider-Man Homeless. <laughs> It's the uh, it's the it's the take on Peter Parker from uh, Into the Spider Verse, um, the downtrodden, divorced one. Peter B. Parker. Peter yeah, B. Parker. Peter there B. Parker, we go. Yeah. I couldn't remember the middle initial. Mm-hmm. Peanut butter Parker. There we go. <laughs> Peter butter. Sorry, I said Peter butter sounds so we, much worse. We got it. Pam <laughs> Beasley and Jim. We were with you. PB. What a waste. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, where do we go from here with news? Um, I heard. Let's go back to Gamescom, right? Yeah, so back to games for sure. Um, Final Fantasy VIII's getting a remaster that's coming out September 3rd. Anybody in this group care? All systems. I loved Final Fantasy VIII, so fuck you, buddy. I'm not going to play it. I think it's weird that this is getting September 3rd and we've yet to see the remake of 7. Yet, I mean, oh, I know because it's a, a remaster. I know it's a re. Remake. I know it's a remaster. Yeah. There was a huge chunk of content at E3, and we already know that it's going to be released uh, episodically. Yeah. So we, I think Midgar is going to be the first chunk, and we've seen just about all there is to see with that: the fight, yep. the escape, the train. Yep. Square Enix has a stable of titles that haven't seen the light of day in a while, and they're just going to keep plugging gaps with. Oh yeah. Um, oh, here's Final Fantasy VIII Remastered, and then next fall will be Final Fantasy IX Remastered, and then... I imagine Final Fantasy... Well, there's remaster, there's remake, right? Seven's being remade. Yes. Yeah. Eight's uh, just getting a 4K boost signal. I, God, I hope it's not 4K, because it's not going to look good. Yeah. Imagine but, uh, 4K with, like, N64 low-poly figures. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I saw Angry it's Video 4K, game. I can see their sharp-ass chins. Angry Video Game Nerd reviewed uh, Chex Quest, a uh, uh, Doom clone that was shipped in the box of Chex cereal. Bullshit. <laughs> and oh and he emulated, God. it was playing it emulated on 4K, and it looked pretty interesting, actually. All right. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's 4, 4K vintage games actually look pretty interesting, especially when the frame rate's nice and crispy. But um, crispy. I'm, I'm hoping that Final Fantasy VII gets such a huge 
cash surge that the production for the rest of the series gets bumped up, you know, gets prioritized. Because it's been like 10, yeah. 15 years just for chapter one. So how long is it going to take? And that's a big game, right? So unless they cut shit out, that game's never going to get finished. We're getting two <laughs> Blu-ray discs worth of content for not the entire game. That's insane. It's insane. It's so big. That's crazy. You have to get yeah, a whole hard. Weird. You have to get your own hard. They should just ship it on hard drives, <laughs> like they do with movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's your lockbox full of Final Fantasy. Yeah. Um, what you're not else? Stre- you're not streaming it on Stadia anytime soon. Let's just put it that way. No, that's not happening. Uh, Mortal Kombat's uh, fighter first DLC fighters for Mortal Kombat 11 got announced today, and they are. It's a roster. It's pretty yeah. dope. It's a roster. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> so you're getting Shang Tsung and Nightwolf. Who are old um, Mortal Kombat characters people uh, have been looking for. And then you're getting the T-800 Terminator, which is Arnold. Looks mm-hmm. really good. With uh, battle damage. With battle damage, yep. You're getting Joker. You're getting... Looks sp- terrible. It's, it's a, a pudgy... It's it looks like the pudgy d- Pornhub Joker. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's God. so bad. Yeah, that was a weird, yeah, weird take. You yeah. said it looks like the Pornhub Joker. It does. I can't. I can't even. Look it up. I, and then, so bad. And then we're getting... Wait, look um, up Pornhub Joker or like just the Joker? Look, look at the porn parody Batman Joker and it looks just like that guy. <laughs> what if it's supposed to be? That'd be awesome. <laughs> what if Pornhub was like, yo, have some money. <laughs> Put this guy in here. <laughs> DC's working with anything they can get. Oh, it, it looked like any one of us did a cosplay. I'm serious. It just oh, looked, it doesn't look great at all. It looked really normy. Yeah. So whatever. Um, and then Spawn, which mm-hmm. is fucking dope, and who's voiced by somebody. Yep, that's how that works. Somebody big though. I'll look it up. Y'all keep what? talking. I almost said Michael Clark Duncan. That would have sucked, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah. Who's Who's Sindel? I think it's Keith David. No, Keith David did the animated. No, it is Keith David. Keith David did the HBO animated series, and he's doing. Spawn from Mortal we, Kombat. We can't, we can't get away from Keith David on this nope, podcast. Keith who, David is nope. going to run this. He, is, ever he, is, to. he is the through line that has connected all of the podcasts throughout the years. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, who's Sindel? Is that another character from yeah. Mortal Kombat? Yeah, I think so. It's another classic. Okay. Mm-hmm. So those are your five MK3, characters. MK3, I think. Your, your six characters. Shang Tsung, uh, Nightwolf, Sindel, Terminator T-800, Joker, and Spawn. Spawn looks so good. Yeah. There's a Spawn oh, movie coming yeah. right now, too. Yep. And Jamie Foxx is playing... I can't... What's the guy's name? Oh, if you hadn't asked me, I would have probably said it. I know that doesn't make sense. No, no, no. I got uh, you. I got yeah. you. Damn. What is... Sp- All right, chat. What is Spawn's name? Don't Google it if you fucking Google it. Yeah. I'll know. <laughs> I won't, but... Damn. All right. I know his name. You want a hint? No. You want his middle name? Yes. Francis. <laughs> well, that's... Nope. That <laughs> did nothing. You might as well have said Samsonite. What rank was he? Huh? Because he was in the military. He's got a rank. I wonder if that would have, like, triggered it for me. Like, you know. Ah, I got it. Up. Yeah, I remember. Okay. Oh, Fictional yeah. character biography. He was a lieutenant colonel. No, no, I'm no. I, I I feel like I'm close, but I know I'm not. EA makes a game where you create people Three, and live in a house, one. and it's called Sims. what? His the last Sims. name is Simmons. Simmons. Oh, What's his uh, first name? Richard. 
<laughs> I don't know. Al. Al Simmons. Okay, yeah. No, I was nowhere close. Oh, well, that's it. I knew that. Cool. Next. <laughs> the <laughs> silence. <laughs> Did you really know that? No. No, of no. course you didn't. Of course you uh, didn't. The three of us on this podcast should have our comic book knowledge, you know, question from here on out. Ryan, I think it's the pass on there that we didn't yeah. know that right out. <laughs> Right off the but top. Spawn of stops as, as being. Tech always says, yeah, Spawn stopped being. Motorcycles and fucking bitches. So yeah, the uh... Spawn stopped being relevant for me like 15 years ago. Right. So. Um, <laughs> God damn it! I don't know why Tech would say that because most of the time you're on a virtual farming field getting soybeans. That's true. Soy or, and beans, bro. Or so which okra. am I supposed to be looking at? This or, is frustrating. Uh, Caleb. Both. Okay, well, Tech's not on Caleb's, so he was. He was. All right. Um, so you, you want to talk about disintegration? Because that looks interesting. It does. Yeah, we can. That's basically all the news that was outside of what we saw at Gamescom anyway. So, yeah, let's dive right into games announced at Gamescom. And I For was the, most excited about disintegration. Yeah, me too. For those who don't know, uh, he's uh, the, the producer is Marcus Leto, who created uh, helped Master create Chief. Master Chief. He created Master Chief. Yeah. So he started a new studio called V1, and this was their debut. Looks like a was it first person squad based PvP PVE. Um, yeah, so it's got like a single player campaign and a bunch of multiplayer modes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a first person shooter mixed with a strategy game. People yeah, are calling so the, it. People are calling it FPXCOM. Did that spread? Because that's what I was calling it. That spread. <laughs> oh, was that you? Yeah. Damn. Maybe it was just. I hope you. it catches on. Maybe royalties. But so it, it looks like from the trailer that the, your squad commander is on like a. Uh, Destiny Sparrow. Yeah, it's basically. called a gravity cycle. And you've got other troops in front of you, like uh, like a giant robot, and you know, it's probably a sniper and a point man or whatever. Um, but I hear it gets pretty kooky. Somebody said something about clowns in the like. There's like a not like picture clowns from Akira, like a gang, but like there's clown robots and like a whole clown gang. So I don't know where the world goes, but like it's pretty interesting, right? So yeah. So you've got different squad types, a lot like XCOM, but you're in the back giving orders and shooting. Yeah. So I, I think we have a lot more to learn. Uh, hopefully, uh, I was on the internet all day. I didn't see a lot of gameplay, but there are people playing it on the show floor. Yeah. So maybe by the end of the week, IGN will have a feature on it or something like that, or somebody, whoever's there, will have a feature on it. I, I want to know more. I'm excited. The cutscene is great. Uh, it definitely had some pretty interesting like characters and acting in it. That was intriguing. The, yeah, the, a, the subject matter is what is interested to what's me. What's left of humanity, yeah. something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah do you want to do you want to read that? Or you want me to get? I got to pull that too. I mean, you can. I, I can. You can correct me where I'm wrong. It seemed to be that the environment had finally gone to shit, and we had started putting our brains inside these robots mm. to survive. Um, which is why you know, because the one thing that stood out to me in the trailer is the humanity behind the robot's eyes, right? They made a, they paid a lot of attention to the detail yeah. and making those eyes feel as human as possible. Yeah, it was very Cade Six. Yep, very way. very yeah. Cade Six. Um, so that's kind of cool. And then you got that scene at the end where she was poking fun of him. Uh, you know, kind of no judgment, no through, judgment. The, through the whole trailer. <laughs> he's oh, doing man. all this badass shit, and then you come to find out he's just you know daydreaming on his grav cycle uh, <laughs> about the battlefield. I'm They're called pre-flight checks. Yep. <laughs> this article good. says a beta session will go live soon. And yeah. the game's already slated for middle of next year, so that's that's right around the corner. 
Yeah. Super down. Yeah. So, uh, climate extremes, overpopulation, food shortages, and a global pandemic led to nations collapsing and humankind on the brink of extinction. To survive the conditions, scientists surgically encased human brains into robotic armor in a process known as integration. And it is in these hulking shells that players will battle it out. And the hulking game's called shells. the game's called disintegration. Right. So I wonder if it's trying to stabilize well, the world. Well, imagine if you lose that shell <laughs> that you've been disintegrated. Or the process of disintegration is the process of handing humanity back the reins, right? Like you're in machine bodies, fix the world, and then you can disintegrate and come out of your shell. And Everything I know about sci-fi is that's always been a one-way ticket. <laughs> Right. Welcome to your yeah. new. Welcome to your future. So let's be. Let's be. Maybe they're being unique, and they're being like, "There's a way out." There's uh There were quite a few trailers that, if there's anybody on stage talking, they, they advertise their game as being completely different than anything anybody's ever played before. I swore I heard that about three or four times, and every time I'm like, "Nah, this does look interesting." I, I'm not. We don't know who we're fighting yet. I, I you know the gameplay looks interesting, but I don't know. I heard that a lot. That was the. Mo of the show completely different than anything you've ever played. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Deej, Deej, during the Destiny talk, said that in the in the uh, Inside Xbox show, said that a whole slew of times. He said about, that four or about five Destiny times. about Destiny. Like this is going to be a different Destiny experience than anybody's ever had. And I'm just kind of nah. Like, I've seen the trailer. Looks like Destiny. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm with you on that. I want to talk about Destiny. Let's I talk want, about Destiny. I, yeah. Let's people, we, I think everybody in this group but Ryan, who's never played it, uh, really wants to believe in that game again, but doesn't think no, it's going to happen. Yeah, I'm, no, Ben's I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with Ben. I, I, I'm good. I mean, unless I, you give me a new way to play, give me with a sparrow. Your penis. <laughs> <laughs> now I know where to put it. Yep. <laughs> um, it's all about the placement. That's right. Give me a sparrow that can. Sh- Give me a sparrow that can shoot. Give me a mech suit. Give me zero G combat. Give me, uh, I don't know, a melee combo system. Not just finishers, which look half-assed anyway. Like it, it does for their fucking lunch. It looks half-assed to me. It does. It just looks like the animations. They're even like a little too far apart. So when they do the finish, the, the finish, it's the just fi- like they're not. They're, <laughs> what's a, hold on. What's a finish? Fi- it's a uh, finisher if you're from Finland. <laughs> Got it. So, but like, there's there's no real like animation system. It's just like uh, it's like your character does an animation and then the other thing dies. So it, it I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah, look like it's it's a, real, it, yeah. Those seem blocky. Uh, so like it does, and it doesn't. It looks like you're just playing more Destiny. And for people who are locked in, and it's the last game they're ever going to play, then good for them. But for everybody else, it doesn't look new at all. Yeah, with the amount, with everything that's coming out this fall, and the lineup that we've got coming, I just, I don't see myself spending the money on that. Not with. Oh my god! Not to mention B- Bungie's stupid fucking payment model. Yeah, let's not. So, wait, that's a that's a topic in and of itself. Let's well, not that's even. changing. That's changing completely. I'm sure it is. Destiny's free to play now. Mm-hmm. Destiny's free to no, play. No, it's got Keys. yeah, it's got free to play until you hit content and you hit a paywall. Well, that's how free to play games. No, MMOs work mm. now. Okay, then don't call it free to play because it's not. All of Destiny up until Shadowkeep will be free to play, and if you have never owned not up, any Destiny, not, not up until Shadowkeep. Yeah, through Forsaken, so. Forsaken, up to Forsaken. So, okay, if there was the year past stuff that came out this year after Forsaken came out, that's not included. But up to Forsaken is free. 
And if you it's never owned it, anymore. if you never owned it, you can buy Shadowkeep for forty bucks and you get everything else. Uh, that's only going to work if they can satisfy that. Uh, what do they call it? Action RPG. What yeah, do they sure. call it? What's their new title? I forgot. Yeah. They're calling it an RPG. And no, MMO, action MMO, or whatever. They're calling it an MMO, and and if they do the MMO things, which is social spaces, trading, commerce, all that stuff that you get with Final Fantasy XV, uh, Warcraft, and a smidge of Warframe, like if you do these MMO things, then maybe all that back catalog of content is going to bring people in. But otherwise, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? It's and it also seems <laughs> I, like people did. on the dev team can't even decide if they want to call it an MMO or not. I, I just want to con- I just want to compliment you, Ben. You went it five and a half minutes without saying Warframe during that whole talk about I Destiny. My bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's been look at the clock. It's been twenty five minutes. No, no, no. Since you since you started that rant is when I started the uh. timers. <laughs> I just it was it was it was good because it was on the tip of your tongue the whole time like give me Warframe I, and I was like especially I when you're talking I did fin- want to mention it earlier because yep. uh, the finishers every time they release a new Warframe it's like playing the game differently yeah exactly um, I do kind of feel like mentioning it here as the only person who plays it they have a new frame coming out they have two new frames coming out one's coming out by the end of August they they're actually calling it a speedster because they're matching it off of like the Flash. We can run across water and shit like that. But the new one they're working on now, uh, he's a big fat guy, and you eat people, spit them out, or digest them, and you have four abilities in Warframe, and the fourth one is called Meatball, and you actually turn into like a a Samus ball that's physics-based, and when you roll into things, you get bigger, and... uh, and yeah. So it's Yoshi. <laughs> he's, he's basically Yoshi that da- Samus. That damn game. But so you go way up in the air, turn into a ball, hit a hill, and like you can ramp off of hills as Meatball. And it's so fucking weird. So every time that game releases a new character, <laughs> you actually play the game differently. But and and, and not to food. Does he talk to, like Meatwad? <laughs> uh, no. Hold, when, hold on, guys. Yeah, would, I'm just gonna throw up the food. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that no, when, be. when he was eating things, it, it it was all sounded very gross, though. That, that's, but, yeah. yeah. Um, but like that's I don't know. Like Destiny's expansion just looks like oh the vex oh the vex are back, huh? The vex. Why haven't they introduced needs? a new faction, y'all? Yeah, that's that's. It's been up for six years, and like at the end of the Destiny Two campaign, you see other ships in space. Yep, the pyramids that are coming. The pyramids. Where the fuck are they? Yep. Are they are they faster than light, or are they not? Because if not, no, it's they're take... they're cruising in at twenty miles an hour, just like... yeah, literally twenty miles an hour in space. Um, yeah, I just it it seems like there's just not. There's not enough draw, even with the armor two, the armor. What are they? They say two point oh, but it's. I think it's like actually six point three or whatever. They're the adjustment <laughs> they've made to the armors. It's interesting. It, it looks cool, but it's again, it's just not a compelling enough experience to say. Not with Gears Five, uh, two weeks away. Borderlands Three, hot on the heels of that. Control, Ghost, control, break. Ghost Recon Control's Breakpoint. Next week. Uh, Breakpoint. Uh, 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 Yo, Call Breakpoint's Duty, gonna fucking Star Wars. Me. <laughs> Breakpoint's gonna control me. That game is go. I cannot fucking wait for that game. And like Destiny is 
it's going to have to cure blindness for me to want to go back to it. <laughs> like, it's going to have to do something straight up miraculous, right? I would, I would want to see a new gameplay feature. Like, do something, game? do something fucking different. Yeah, you could finish people. <laughs> you could attach back any... Porn, back to Pornhub, I see. <laughs> you no, t- that's not where I was going. <laughs> yeah. Plenty of new experiences on there. <laughs> he has a whole list of categories down the side. He's, uh, anyway. Where, which one's my destiny? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave that uh, one alone. Yeah, you should, because it was awful. Um, what else did we see? Y'all, did you see the NBA 2K20 story campaign trailer? No. But I saw it, Idris Elba it, in a screenshot. It's got Idris Elba and fucking Rosario Dawson and Thomas Middleditch. Like,. It, it looks a, like a fucking movie. It, it's an A-Squad cast. Yeah, it looks story super mode. good. I just want I just want Stringer Bell to be my basketball coach. <laughs> yep. That seems, that seems a little harsh, but let's do it. Let's do it. Um, what do you guys... I mean, Eric, you want to talk about uh, Blair Witch. What do you think, man? You've seen some more. Yeah, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it. Like are you, I said, uh, you're a survival horror guy. Well, no, it's not even that. I grew up in those woods in Maryland, right? So the uh, the stories, I, yeah. I grew when I where I grew up in Maryland. I I walked. Is I, I walked around in those woods, right? So all That's of awesome. the all of the story. And it was funny too. There's a the podcast I listened to. Laura was just talking about the Goat Man of Maryland, which is this like um, axe murdering, yeah, oh. axe murdering guy that came. The, the largest agricultural research facility in the in the U.S. is in uh, Maryland, and the, supposedly uh, a lady died, and to bring him, to, one of this, I can't remember the doctor's name, but to bring, his colleague supposedly mixed her G- DNA with a goat DNA and created a race <laughs> of goat people that walks these lands. Uh, so it's all cool. these like horror stories my parents would tell us when we were going out into the woods on top What's of the with- Blair Witch. On top of you know, so it's just it. What's that, with the Eastern United States and fucking cryptids, dude? Y'all got bored and started making up fucking monsters. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you got Mothman, you got goat people, you got Wendigos, you got. Yep, I don't know, man. Yeah, man. A lot of deep dark woods over there. A lot of history, a lot of bloodshed, all up and down the eastern part of the United States. Yep. Hey, you know what trailer really messed me up is that Skirble. That Skirble. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah, clearly. Skirble. <laughs> Skirble Pace Program? Yeah, that... What? Kerbal Space Kerbal Program. I was, space playing, I was running with the joke, oh, right? Yeah, Kerbal okay. Space Program. That looked awesome. Yeah. Dude, yeah. the first Kerbal is a blast, and, like, the fact that it's getting a two and it looks like it's adding a bunch more shit... Yeah, that's really neat. Fuck yeah. The game looks uh, awesome. Need for Speed so Heat what, might have sold the, me. What's the point of them always, like, destroying stuff? So like what you do is you build up. It was like falling apart. Yeah. So the yeah. whole point of that game is that you try and build rockets that get you to the next planet, and you fail a lot. And when you fail, it goes bad. So oh. like rockets will like stutter off the pad and fall sideways, or they'll go up a little bit and explode in the air, or they'll like crash land into the moon instead of landing softly on the moon. So it's all about like trial and error. I'm going to build this thing, send it off, and then. Okay, that failed there, so I'm going to try fixing that and then send that off. I'll try fixing that and send gotcha. that. It's like when you were trying in, you know, in high school in science trying to find a way to safely drop an egg from three stories. Yeah. And you'd break 20 eggs until you found the one that did it right. Right. It's basically that, but for adults on a computer. That's cool. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah, it's dope. It's dope. Uh, the, need for sp- the in-depth Need for Speed breakdown might have sold me. 
I enjoyed that. That was the pretty app, cool. The app sold me even more. Yeah. I've been making cars left and right on this app, and as soon as the game comes out, I'm going to have like 50 cars to be able to... I like how the first upload. screenshot you shared was a Z. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, I made a, I made a little uh, Civic um, Every, man, Everything else on there was like new school and I was like man that's the only like that Datsun is like yeah I gotta get, I gotta do something with that that's that yeah. looks really cool yeah but they I like the... so many they so many options on that mm-hmm. and I was very surprised for it being an app because like some like I don't know they've never had an integration game like or app like that but I've seen apps where you can customize vehicles that have nothing like they yeah. have like maybe 10 things each and like the rims they had like at least 50 or 60 of them and the bumpers each one had like six or seven and like you couldn't use a front splitter with this bumper so like you had to do different setups to make everything work together and the fact that you can just oh yeah i want to use that car in the game like i'm on my lunch break at work i'm going to make this car so when i go home i just upload it yeah that's the game pretty cool play people have to sit around and wait like when we're on rocket league we're attaching new things to our cars and making our cars look good it's like it's already done just pay the money and I'm I'm ready to roll. So yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that it's gonna have like uh, the reason why they're explaining with like the in the game why all the racers are in the city, and that like there's sanctioned racing during the day. Yeah, that helps yeah. you build like build like like you get money and build a little bit of cred, but then there's the unsanctioned shit at night that builds. Tech like, this big this for real looks like Midnight Club. Honest to God, it looks like Midnight Midnight Club mixed with Horizon, yeah. uh, Forza Horizons. So. It'll be fun, Dope. man. We'll, we're going to get it and play it for sure. Yeah, uh, Ben, you were about to ask what we thought about something, and then we cut you off. What were you yeah, about to it say? Was, uh, they're bringing Comanche back. Yeah. Which is so strange. Yeah, it's weird, ain't it? It's like we haven't heard from this game in 27 years or some shit. So I don't know who this is appealing to. I don't know. I've never heard of it, apparently. I'm good now, furthermore, how many people know what a Comanche fucking is besides a you know Amer- an American tribe? But, like... You know, it's a really obscure helicopter. Our country and our military, you don't think people know what a Comanche is? No, I don't. <laughs> well, I mean, nope. it was... It was if it was like a Hornet or a Raptor or something like one of the popular or an, vehicles. Or an, a, a, Apache. Yeah, it was, like, exactly. it was, it, was uh, it was abandoned, right? They only made yeah. 20 or 30 of them, and then they were just deemed too expensive and the... Too yeah. expensive and too hard to fix. Too pink, and now too it just looks like a PvPVE sort of yeah. multiplayer thing that looks kind of lame it kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, fucking Crimson Skies yeah that's what I was going to say is it, yeah. it, that could be fun yeah but Crimson I, Skies was so fucking Skies. they said they were making one I thought because they brought Crimson God, Skies into the backwards compatibility and they said they were going to make a new one damn that like, game was fun I want to damn it I want yeah. Mac Assault fucking flying around in the gyro yep. and annoying people but being a fucking glass cannon because yep. you can mm-hmm. pick on them and get away but if you got hit you just fucking yep yeah Ah, so a dumb. house of glass a cannon. A house of glass cannon. Mm-hmm. That's what you got to do when you play Destiny. You got to make a, ha- a house of glass cannon. Glass cannon build. <laughs> it's kind of what I ran. Okay. All agility hunter. There you go. Okay, you already did that. <laughs> you right. already did you that. You guys know what voxels are? Mm-hmm. I've heard it a lot. I'm not entirely familiar. So take a pixel and render it in 3D space. So oh, so it, Minecraft. So one voxel is a one by one by one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's they're smaller than Minecraft um, to the point that I saw a demo on YouTube today where a guy had a fully destructible environment. Uh, so where like he threw a wall down and the wall hit the smoke and made the smoke pile up 
and then he cut a hole in that wall, and the smoke went through I've the hole. I've seen that demo. It's fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah. so it's uh, particle systems are easier because everything's all one. There's no polygons. It's like a it's like a living yep. mesh that everything's made out of. It's pretty interesting. The reason I bring that up is because the first Comanche back in the '90s is I don't know, but it was voxels back in the day, back yep. when voxels were fresh. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't polygons. It was just. It's really weird. It's like it's like a it's like a mashed potato s- s- pile of pixels makes a three D object. It's really strange. It's a strange technology, but um, we're still using to, it. Yeah, I'll try to find what that game was that I saw on YouTube. It's going to be impossible to find, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I think voxels are coming back. Pretty interesting. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, what do you guys think about Predator Hunting Grounds? That asymmetrical multiplayer game that looks like Evolve, but rather than playing a monster, you, you I would play go a different less, monster. You play Predator. I would go less Evolve and more um, Dead by Daylight, Friday Dead 13th. by Daylight, and Friday the Thirteenth because yeah. it's the team that made Friday the Thirteenth. Yes, that's um, true. when I heard the music in the chopper, I was I was immediately giddy because I love that movie. I thought that was great, and then the gameplay looked kind of chunky. I've never seen. Yeah, you have. I showed it to you and the kids. I showed it all you kids together oh, okay. at one point when you were way too young to watch that movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. As as uncles are wont to do. Um, Yo, dude, we watched Reign of Fire and Saving Private Ryan in one night once, and they were both rated R, and I was like, oh, yeah, secrets. <laughs> yeah, Reign of Fire is a soft R. That's a great movie. That movie's dope. Um, that movie's ridiculous. It, the gameplay looked chunky. It looked dated. You know, it didn't look What's cutting edge. Chunky beam? Uh, you know, but it it just looks um, it looks dated. Didn't look like a game that's coming out this year. So, I don't know. If it's fun, it's fun, right? People play Dead by Daylight and all that stuff. But yeah, what? Uh, so the big the big one, right? I guess we before Death Stranding and that weird ass Norman Reedus piss game. Um, Norm, I've been waiting all day to say this, Norman Pedis. That's my joke. That's all I got. Thank you. Let's move on. Continue, Caleb. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, no, um, all right. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, <coughs> Gears showed its... <coughs> camp- <coughs> oh, my, I'm dying. Smoke more. Showed its campaign reveal. Yep. And, uh... Ah, fuck, man. That shit looks lit. Sarge, That's you're, what I heard. You didn't, homie. I'm excited. <laughs> I saw him go. I'm I'm actually excited too, uh, but I did not watch that trailer because everybody was talking so much about it. You know what I mean? No, oh, yeah. So yeah. you you found out it was good and you were like, cool. Yeah, gonna, don't need to worry about yep. it then. Yeah, everybody. Cliff Lazinski said everybody's asking me to save the Gears franchise, but he says, but did you see that fucking trailer? After seeing this trailer, he says he thinks it's in good hands. Mm-hmm. So, um, which is kind of a slap in the face to four, but you know. Game, gamers be like, uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm sold and and tech. My Xbox buddy is gonna play through four with me because I never finished it. And I know Caleb, you haven't either, so maybe I'm you can be our third. I'm playing through all of them before it comes out. I'm gonna yeah. I don't know when I'm gonna have time, but I would really like to do that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. As soon yeah. as we finish Halo, <laughs> just move on the games. As soon as we finish <laughs> three more games, sure. The uh, the release of the uh, the Halo Reach character pack though looks pretty. That's pretty neat, huh? Yeah, yeah. That was exciting. I I do enjoy that, especially. I mean, they've got the Terminator pack too, so that's pretty cool. 
And they've got um, the original voice actors from the people that played Cat and Emil. So like cool. they, they were like, we called uh, these two people we haven't talked to in 10 years, and we're like, yo, you want to do these characters again? Like, that's dope. Yep. Which, I mean, that's got to be hype for Reach coming out in September, too, right? Mm-hmm. Sure, why not? Yeah. Like, you're playing Gears, and you're like, oh, these Reach characters, and then 343's like, so, yes, Reach. Uh, Reach. Is Reach already backwards compatible? It is, yes. So what are they, why the, why the delay? What are they doing to it? They're updating it to 4K. And giving it the Master it's coming Chief. Out, it's coming out with, uh, yeah, all of Master Chief is 4K uh, updated. So that you can play it on a full, full, up, fully updated PC rig or yep. the Xbox One X, and it's coming out on PC as well. So they're optimizing it for PC. So it's it's actually getting a facelift. Yes, yep. it's going to look better. It's going to run sixty frames per second. Interesting. Yes. What would that look like? Probably smooth as butter. You think it'll look like Halo Four? Good. No. Yes. They're not going to update the graphics. They're just yeah. making what... Like when they did Borderlands, they gave it the 4K pack. It didn't make Borderlands look better. It made it crisper and made it run smoother. Yeah, yeah. but Borderlands is cel-shaded, so that's kind of a bad example, but... Okay. Right, but they didn't improve any of the visuals other than making them able to be played in 4K resolution. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because otherwise you'd be upscaling to the max and it'd be blurry as shit. You think Rachel hold up? Yeah. I hope so because I'm so yeah. excited. I don't want to be let down. I mean, oh, you're gonna you're gonna right love now, it. You're gonna ODS, love it regardless. We're going through them right now, and ODST was the one I held the high in the highest esteem. And like, as we're going through it, I'm like, man, this game is so fucking good. Every mission ends, and you go back to the rookie at night trying to piece everything together, and that fucking jazz score fucking swells in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this it game's was a so well constructed good. game. Uh, I I never noticed until this playthrough how. Freaking janky the animations were. Yeah, it's all yeah. hand animated. Yeah. No mocap. No mocap. Yep. And it was so everything was exaggerated and goofy and unnatural. But you know, whatever. So were games back in the day. Ryan, I had a moment when we were playing through Halo Three, remembering that we played, we beat Halo Three at uh, Amanda's house in high school. Yep. And we were uh, hanging out over when, there for like all day. Yep. And when uh, they jumped through the portal and Chief gets left behind, we were like, "What?" He's dead. <laughs> He's dead. What the fuck? And then the next cutscene was him being left in space, and I was like, "Oh my god! Somebody <laughs> I don't, get how him. do I go on? <laughs> so, yeah. Somebody go get him! Someone bring go him get back. him! Bring back Chief, please!" And then we got him back in Halo Four, like five years later. Um, what else? What else? What else? Everspace Two looked kind of dope. Anybody else play that? I never did. No, no, I never did though for a little bit, right? I, I was playing it the last few weeks. It's pretty interesting. It's a roguelike. Um. You know, pretty, hmm. pretty, pretty boiled down arcade space shooter. Try to get as far as you can without dying. It's pretty brutal when you start because you're bare bones. But yeah. you know, each life you get a little bit more armor, a little more firepower, and and you last a little longer. I have a really hard time with roguelikes um, because oh, of the they're difficulty. discouraging as fuck. Yeah, because, well, because of the difficulty. Yep. Um, mm. Like I never got anywhere close to. Well, that's not true. I almost beat FTL on easy, but I've never beat FTL, so... I haven't either. That makes me feel so much better. Yeah. Um, so I haven't beat into or Reach yet, Rogue either. Legacy, I never really got far in that, you know, but I had, like, hundreds of deaths, so I don't know. I'm just not not a very hardcore gamer. I can't do games that are difficult. I uh, don't have the patience or the time to get good, apparently. So... G-I-T-G-U-D. Yeah. What, did, uh, what did we think about the Avengers gameplay? 
very unimpressed. It looks like literally every other game that's ever been made all mashed into one. And it looks like Borderlands? It looks I'm like an action-adventure game. It looks like every action-adventure <laughs> game ever made. Doesn't look like doesn't look like Tetris matched up with Need for Speed. I'm just saying, like it it doesn't look like anything special. And yo, that sounds dope. It does sound dope. No, it doesn't. That's, burn, that's burnouts. That's burnouts. Total destruction mode. Um. Anyway, uh, I, I, I <laughs> like Twitter's all lit up. Twitter's all lit up about like how the Avengers are murdering these poor soldiers. Like the Hulk picks up two guys that are like, "Oh my God, please don't!" He goes and mashes them together. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, is this is this Marvel Black? Like is this like this the Dark Edition? The you know like, Marvel Knights, Marvel Knights. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was. So it's fucking brutal. And that's cool. Like you know, Wolverine kills people and. You know, the villains Wolverine's could. never really touted as a super good guy. He's <laughs> kind Wait, of a dick. I mean, well, I watched he, I watched the he beginning was in of the, of the, the other day, and I saw Captain America kick a guy into the side of a boat and literally break his back. <laughs> oh, pulverized dude's like, spine! He broke his sternum by kicking him, and then he hit the freaking wall and broke his spine. Like, come on! And then fell Hydra. They're bad people. And then Hydra stories into the ocean. Yeah, what if these guys are bad guys? <laughs> yeah. Bad guys are still gonna shit their pants when Hulk picks them up. Doesn't mean they're gonna... bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> I am bad guy. Doesn't mean I'm bad guy. <laughs> but it looked really boring and stupid. And the fact that like it's not the multiplayer is not what we're expecting, and it just looks real cookie cutter. It yeah. looks like it was designed by a committee. The characters look like the movie versions, but they're not. Like they and they pick the same characters that are in the movie for some reason, as if Marvel's got like a limited, you know. Uh, roster to gonna, choose from, but Miss Marvel's going to be in this one. They took okay notes with the crayon. Miss Marvel or yeah, Captain Marvel? Miss Marvel. Yeah, you're going to the single player game. You're going to play as Miss Marvel, the 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 Pakistani chick that just mm-hmm. got added Kamala Khan. Marvel. Yeah, Kamala Khan. And you're going to be going around and finding them after they go to ground after they after Cap dies. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think we. I know enough yet to completely dis, dis, uh, disavow it or whatever. But like, it just looks really uninteresting so far. Apex uh, did, or not Apex, but Anthem did Iron Man better than this game. <laughs> I mean, that's not a lie. I, Anthem, Anthem was uh, the Iron Man sim. <clears throat> yeah, that was about pretty it. much. Yeah, the still Warframe did it better. Still, the best part of that game is the flying around. You fly around like Iron Man in Warframe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. In the new open uh, world area, mm-hmm. this oh. with an arc wing. Caleb's definitely okay. going to play Iron Man. Don't have wings. Warframe for the first time now. You can fly in a robot suit. And but the, but Anthem's literally fucking Iron Man. <laughs> like it's not even super creative. It's like yeah. oh, you got hand and foot. Yeah, but it sucks. And you land after twenty <laughs> seconds. We. No, 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 no. I'm not not, saying, not if you, you can't dive. Fix the cooling system to fucking fly further. <laughs> But I can't no, hover dude, forever. Like, Have you seen Iron Man? He doesn't get tired. <laughs> it's, like a Spart- it's like a Spartan that can't run. What is this shit? <laughs> I am overburdened. Yeah. <laughs> so, max inventory space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maxed out, maxed out. What else did you guys see that sounded or seemed... Effective? Iron Harvest. Oh, yeah. That's is that, that a farming uh, game? <laughs> oh, God Yes. Damn it. Yes. 
It's just like Farming Simulator, except you're farming metal. <laughs> is it like 19 or 1890 or something like that? What's 1920. The... 1920, yeah. Oh, it's dude, so you can like you get to pull a plow with like a with like an ox. Hell yeah, I'm all about that shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> Move on. No, so uh, uh, Iron Harvest. World War One like, with robots. Yeah, Iron Harvest is like a uh, command and conquer with fun. steampunk robots. Your green screen's trying to kill you. <laughs> um, man, what else got announced that sounded interesting? Like, there's a lot of stuff that got that came across the screen that I was like, all right. Um, Humankind, which is Sega's um, civilization competitor. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. trailer is fucking wild, dude. I like yeah. the first Man. part, but as soon as it went to gameplay, I'm like, brr, brr. Yep. Oh. The caveman <laughs> DJing in space? Yeah, like, that was awesome. What is that, this shit? They should have made the game look like that. Um, <laughs> I want a game where I play a DJ Cro-Mag. DJ Hero? Yeah, dude. Um, DJ Hero was dope. I think the only other thing I saw that it, <laughs> I'm equal parts excited for and equal parts bummed out as would be Darksiders Genesis. Um... I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to play it. I'm. I was really hoping to get the standalone Strife game, um, which might still happen. Yeah, it could totally still happen. I would have loved to get see him introduced. But if this has the cool ass cutscenes that the series is known for, yeah, and you get four player co op with the four horsemen, and it's got platforming and combos, it might actually be pretty. Well, cool. they they're they're only doing two player co op, so unless they add oh, the other the other horsemen in, uh, right now it's only War and Strife. Um, okay. That's and then strange. in the single player campaign, you can switch back and forth between them freely, which that sounds yeah. kind of interesting. I like that series. I like the subject matter, so I'll give it a shot. Um, Did you play Darksiders three last fall? No, I haven't played it yet. I've been no, I didn't play either. I'm, I'm, it was really interesting. The the studio head who um, didn't survive THQ's collapse. Liquefaction formed a new group. Uh, his James no, his name is uh, Joe Matarera. He used to be a comic guy. Yeah, um, he made uh, Battle Chasers Night War. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, and, that game's, that uh, game's a really cool. awesome series called Savage Wolverine. It's beautiful. But um, he made this new studio to make this game, and he was really forward and honest with everybody. He's like, "This is we're a small studio. We don't have a lot of money. This is the best. This is the best we can do. We can do a top-down twin-stick dungeon crawler. That's that's it. That's all we can afford." So. Yeah. Yeah, he was really honest about it. It's pretty interesting. So, you know, it's going to be one of those movies that uh, knows what it is, which tends to maybe breed success. We'll see. Yep. Right. And if it does, if it's successful enough, maybe we will finally get the four-player co-op action adventure game. They've said that too. I think that was one of the things that Joe Mad said. He was like, "How is that possible?" Look, I really want... When we made the first Darksiders and we had the fucking other three falling from the sky, that was because we wanted to make a game yep. where all four of them were running around together. It's mm-hmm. going to feel like... It needs to feel like a four-player Devil May Cry Prince of Persia with people just jumping all over the place and yep. doing all crazy abilities, which is what Avengers should feel like. But ooh. <laughs> You guys want to spend the next uh, 40 minutes talking about Death Stranding? <laughs> Death pissing. I mean, we good, could. Good one. You nailed it. I, you know, <laughs> fuck off, buddy. Dude, Jesus the, Christ. The whole scene with with the baby like threw me off. I was like, what? What is he's controlling this baby? That's what you threw you off, homie. You get the well. I mean, I don't enjoy the game at all. I haven't liked okay. the idea of it at all, but like no. he was like, you can rock the baby, and like whenever he falls off the cliff and lands on his stomach, I was like, oh, that's great. 
Perfect. That baby's head's too small. I have one anyway, thing. Um, one thing to say about the game. It, what's that? It's a Kojima game. That's it. Yep. Don't yeah. try and figure it out. Explain. I don't. I don't that know doesn't. That mean. doesn't work for me though. Like yeah, I can uh, only play uh, a few hours of Metal Gear Five, and I just went. No, that's 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 what I'm saying. It's I eventually like, just went. Fuck it. Yeah. It's it's. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Just, just like my camera. camera. Like, okay. The camera's like, yeah, yeah. I'm good with that. Uh, I, I agree with you. Um, every time I watch a trailer for that game and every time I watch something about it, I'm just like, man, this dude is so off the deep end with what he's creating. It, mm-hmm. it, I can't even begin to fathom how that story comes together uh, and ties. See, I have, a really, I have a really hard time saying the same thing because I know how much of Metal Gear Solid Five. He got fucking elbowed out of, and I don't mean to say that like he would have made everything make sense from the beginning, but maybe the game would have made more sense when you got to the end. Right. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's it's a Kojima game, and his stories are very very abstract. Is is what I'm getting. Yeah. At. So, uh, I yeah. every time it feels like they give Kojima a little bit more artistic freedom, it gets more batshit, and I hate it more. Uh, I liked the original Metal Gear Solid. That was his magnum opus to me. Yep. Because it was it was a little bit batshit and a little bit wordy, but it still felt like tight, like in a like a Jerry Bruckheimer ex- like The Rock experience. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then they did the Twin Snakes remaster on uh, GameCube, and they HDified it, and uh, and it, and it and it got just a little more batshit, and I liked that too. And then Snake, you know, here. no. No, two came out where you played riding the whole time. That was stupid because your girlfriend was calling you like I'm pregnant. And you're riding around naked and all this stuff, and it was just it wasn't Metal Gear anymore. Snake Eater apparently was a turn return to form, but you still had like naked chicks and guys who were crying and on fire and, and whatever. I never finished that one either. But yeah, I I, I I I he's lost me completely. I just don't care anymore. And and number five was a complete batshit experience and too much talk and too much melodrama and it's just like. Somebody needs to reel this guy fucking in. But then maybe not, because I know... Uh, I don't like David Lynch much either, and everybody I do know that do- loves David Lynch loves this shit. So, yeah. like, they're, they're all about this stuff that doesn't make sense, because they get to feel edgy and on top of it. And I they love... understand it perfectly. And I love David Lynch, perfect. and I don't have any interest in this game. <laughs> Yeah. The more I see it for it, I can't stand. I'm so I've never seen fucking... Twin Peaks, but I can't stand everything I've ever seen of David Lynch, yep. and I've seen a lot. I'm so fucking Peaks. down for this game. I'm the only person on this podcast that's like, "Yep." Why? So what about the game, or you just right want now. his cutscenes? I want all of it. But what about the game? The pee? I what, want all of it. It what, looks so. What fucking... about the gameplay is interesting to you? It doesn't look like anything I've ever done. Run around a landscape with a baby. The, the, I've never, in fairness, I've never done that. I've again. never done that. <laughs> there's there's Ico where you run around with a girl, a defenseless there's, girl. It looks like it's like heavy on exploration and telling a story with its environment, and it's convincing enough to make like Troy Baker, Guillermo del Toro, and Norman Reedus go, like this dude's a fucking genius. So like, wh- who am I to be like? No, it dumb. sounds masturbatory. Let me, yo, go watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That shit's masturbatory. I understand, and that's why this I'm not looks interested. like it. This looks like it has a purpose. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. When I got to the end of that movie, I was like, "Who the fuck is this? Who was it? What was this for?" I see all <laughs> this the. Looks like I see all the directors to... like Edgar Wright going. This is the best movie ever made. That's who it was for. 
right? Yeah. Edgar it's, Wright said that Once Upon yeah. a Time in Hollywood is the best movie ever made? No, but like he gave it all high marks. Yep. Very high marks. Yep. yep. And Fuck. I keep seeing people in my Twitter feed saying, I just went back and saw it for the third time and it's still great. So Maybe I need to go see it again. Yeah. I went into it expecting... I went into that movie expecting something as much as I went into Prometheus expecting a prequel to Alien. I keep seeing all the people who actually knew Bruce Lee in person saying they pissed all over his legacy. So, you know what? I think I'm good. I don't care. I don't care about that movie. But anyway, he's we're off barely, topic. Yeah, he's in that movie for like five minutes. No, Death Stranding to me is very like... It looks like it's telling a story to me. And yeah, we still don't know what the BTs are. And we don't have a great idea of them. We got a little bit more here, but they're he's being have, deliberately uh, he's being deliberately as an ad- vague with that because I think it's a big part of the fucking story. As an adult gamer with a family. Uh-huh. Can you sit around and not play games for 40 minutes? Are you ready for that? Yes. Okay. Cuz I don't think I can. You know, like I know I have some nights where I play for five hours. Most of the time, it's two or three. And if 40 minutes of that is chewed up in a cutscene and I can't talk to my friends in the party because of it, this is not... I don't know. I don't know how... Yeah, this is a, this I is, just, this is a game I that I will watch somebody stream Yeah, and enjoy it I'm, just as much as if I were playing it, and I probably more so. Um, like the gameplay, I don't know. The game. I love exploration. I really do. I love hunting down collectibles and and finding things and stuff like that but if i can't run too hard because the baby will cry and i gotta rock it to sleep that sounds stressful as fuck that does not sound fun to me (laughs) so i can't freely explore because there's a baby on my chest no he jumped off a cliff to aggravate the baby so it sounds like it's a little harder than just running around he ran around the whole gameplay footage trailer bit we saw and then he walked off a cliff to get it to react and we've also seen other gameplay where he's in like fist fights or fighting with. I'm sure after every combat scene, you've got to calm the baby down for sure, for sure, for sure. If falling off a cliff jars, it's sure. this little water baby. Then I'm sure a fist fight will too. But there's also there's, I think there's all, I think there's also something to say that like that, that building that kind of relationship between a character and whoever that kid is or whatever that whatever the significance of that kid is. Uh, it's something the games haven't really done. I haven't, I haven't ever had to calm a kid down after murdering a bunch of people. That might be fucking interesting to me. I, I right? think falling off a cliff would take more than about two seconds to calm the child down, though. It was a fucking gameplay trailer at a at a show. Yeah, it, yeah, if it, shows show us anything. It's that what they do is almost always out of context. Yeah, at some point they did something to spur a, and, a reaction so that you it, could see it. How does a baby cry in water? That's that's why this game's fucking bananas to me. I don't understand. I don't understand how any of this shit's working. Why is a woman? Why did she give birth to a baby on the other side, that's floating above her, tethered to her? Like that's fucking crazy to me. I want to know why. Yeah, I mean, there's why is Troy Baker the leader of a terrorist organization that's trying to weaponize the people on the other side against the people? Like why? For what gain? Like that's interesting to me. Yeah, it's definitely got interesting. It's definitely got interesting concepts. It's just I, like I said, I'm not going to play. I just can't see myself playing this. I mean, look at look at Control and look at the uh, yeah, Detroit. What was it? Two human, almost Detroit human? become Detroit human. Detroit become becoming human. human. And then, um, oh shit, any remedy game for that matter, or uh, I don't know. Just think of games, uh, the the walking simulator, the Viking one, right? About mental health. Like think of all these games. Oh, that game's so good. 
Yeah. <laughs> that game's not a walking sim. Yes, it is. It's got with action you fight, bits. You fight people. Right. Anyway, um, <laughs> the first 40 minutes of that game is walking. Get out of here. So, um, I mean, ask Eric. He played all the way through it. Is it I walking played as much as I could. It was too slow. I couldn't do it. Nah, but uh, anyway. I, I have a special connection to that game, though. So, yeah. you know. Um, but all the other examples I gave you. <laughs> no, that game, too. Fuck it. I didn't, my opinion aside, look at all these different ways of telling story. And none of them take the controller out of your hands. And Kojima, I think, would much... It, it just seems like he's more interested in telling a story than making a game. Obviously. And and he's been like that for decades. And I, the gameplay is not going to be the highlight of this game. It might not be worth playing. It might be a really cool story, but the gameplay is going to be like the least fun aspect of it. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I don't know enough yet. But I don't think we know enough yet. We've barely seen it. Then shame him. on him. Then shame or it's on, on purpose. Him. Or it's on purpose. You just said you didn't watch a trailer earlier because you were like, I don't, I don't want to know. But that like maybe doesn't, that doesn't like, apply to this one. That doesn't apply. That's to this one. that's subjective, though, right? That, I think I think. No, I'm saying I'm not. Seen. I'm saying I didn't avoid trailers for this game, so my opinion's not based on things I haven't seen. I've seen everything there is to see, and it looks like he just wants to tell a story. Gameplay, be damned. I think so, that's I think, so. Set your controller down, get it, make a drink, and enjoy his little fairy tale. I think that's an interesting point, though, Ben. And we could probably spin this off into another topic. Is is there a game though that would interest you enough? To where the gameplay was overshadowed by the story to the point where it was acceptable, right? I know you're not getting that from this game, right? But if the story was intriguing enough to you, would the gameplay then fall behind? Because I think that's a lot like what Kojima does in a lot of his games, right? Is he is so hell bent on telling this amazing story that the gameplay and that definitely that's the experience I took away from Metal Gear Solid Five uh, was he was hell bent on the story and then you had gameplay tied in there. Was that story great? No, it wasn't. I don't think it was great by any means, but that's okay. the way it felt to me. Is it was the story was there, and the gameplay was just kind of there to aid the story along, not <laughs> not really enhance. I liked the way the story I liked was. Metal Gear Solid Five story a lot. I did, but if you compare it to the other Metal Gear Solid games, I don't think it was the strongest. Uh, well, it's, but, all, yeah, anyway. it's also a pre, it's also a prequel, right. Which is literally people scooping from the bottom of the barrel. Yep, exactly. Like the bad guy in Metal Gear Solid is the guy you play as in Metal Gear Solid Five. Mm-hmm. Right. You are Big Boss. I'm trying to think Finding of uh, out why Big Boss is the way he was was cool to me. If, but like, if you go back far enough in the the annals of video games, that you're going to have a game that was terrible, but you kept playing it because the story was good, right? You like the Sura's Wrath? That was all cutscene. The gameplay part of that game. Oh was no, they were, they were QTEs. Was all QTEs. They were QTEs. Wow. Yeah, there you go. Shitty gameplay, but the uh, the cutscenes were fun, and you that's, enjoyed watching that game. I was ready to fight it. that uh, that analogy, but that's a pretty good one. And I want to play that game again, real bad. <laughs> that game was incredible. <laughs> yeah. So maybe it's maybe it's not that he's not making a game at all. It's that he's making a specific type of game that has to appeal to you more out the gate for you to invest in it. I, and I'm being, turned off by his batshit banana pants, you know, like hero the, and the hero worship that follows that. Not hero worship, but uh, idol. You know, people idolize Hideo Kojima. You know, the god of video games, and I just I don't see it. He does. I don't think he deserves that. You know, he's he's not. He's not uh, Miyamoto. He's not. You know what I mean? Like that's the god of video games, but he's he's not there. So, I don't what did Miyamoto make? Mario <laughs> and Zelda. 
So Mario hasn't changed in 25 years? Bullshit, it hasn't. Come on. Do you own a Nintendo? No. Why not? Uh, Because I picked the one system that all my friends play. Oh, see, I didn't own a Nintendo for years because I played Mario. I want to play Breath of the Wild so fucking bad. And when Metroid comes out, I want to play that too. I don't sure. know if I would play the Mario games. I think they're really not for me anymore. Right. They they are if they are, but for me they're not. Yeah, I want the most. I want any adult wants to play Mario, then go for it. It's definitely a breath of levity and the wild. Oh damn, and fun. But like, yeah, that's not me. What were you gonna say, sir? Uh, oh, I was gonna say the only reason I would get any type of Mario game at this point is because I have young children. Um, yeah, I think to Ben's point, it's. I respect what Miyamoto did for the industry and what Nintendo is continuing to do. Um, but yeah, I can't see myself buying a Switch or any Nintendo product at this point to say, I'm going to sit down and play Mario 64, or Mario 64, Jesus. Right. Um, any Mario game. If they remastered Mario 64, I absolutely maybe, play that. Maybe. Um, I, I also want to play Breath of the Wild. I just can't bring myself to say, Text. I'm going to. Text absolutely right. But uh, I'm also not a, a super hardcore like Dark Souls gamer that wants to torture myself with games like Mario Maker, so I'm not interested. But like when it comes to like Galaxy and you know the the Mario branded adventure games, that those just aren't for me. But right. it really does seem like Breath of the Wild is multi generational for every yeah. generation of gamer, and I, that I really want to play that a lot. I'm just I this is my last thoughts on Death Stranding. I'm super fascinated by the idea of Kojima as, like, video gaming's auteur, because there's not many people you could say are that, right? Like, auteurs in film are all over the place. When the Coen brothers touch a thing, it's a Coen film, and it feels like the Coens directed it and wrote it and produced Mm -hmm. it and cast it and did all that. Um, And, like, there's nothing like that in games with the consistency of Kojima, yeah. Kojima's had a game style and a voice, as batshit as it may be, and an influence since Metal Gear Solid. And that's that's like thirty years. That's kind of a big deal. And like I'm interested to see how that evolves the same way I'm interested to see how Lincoln Park evolves. Like I was a fan in the beginning and like as it changes, it's interesting to see how it changes because it's interesting to see like something that games just doesn't fucking do. Like, yeah. co- like Death Stranding is so fucking weird that it you can't lump it into anything else. Like, part of this conversation has been trying to compare it to something else so we can say, oh, yeah, I would play that because it's like this. And it's not like anything yeah. else. And the half of this conversation, earlier you even said that half people on the stage were like, you're going to do th- something in this game you've never done before. Kojima pretty frequently delivers on that. Carry a baby around on your chest. Yeah. And it's as weird as as weird as those, I do it like daily, and it's not that bad. As weird as those mechanics, as weird as those mechanics may be, if he can if he can develop those mechanics into the story so that they make sense with what's happening in the game, like that's that's pretty fucking cool. I mean, we'll see, man. We'll see. I do like my single player games still. You know, God of War, Spider Man, all that stuff. Uh, you know, but I I just don't feel like I'm I'm set for those long ass cutscenes of just sitting around. I feel my phone coming out. I feel my attention span falling off. And I feel like just it'll be a slog, but I don't know. We'll see, right? We'll see. Feel we'll like see. Maybe, maybe it'll be a me and Kim experience. <laughs> yeah, sure. 
Or be like, yeah, be like Monster, where you've got like Mario on the Switch while something else is happening on the Xbox. He'd be like, <laughs> yeah. Every time you guys travel somewhere in Warframe, he's like, yeah, yep. Someone got bored. Um, but maybe what? it'll be a me and Kim experience. A lot of times, if a game's really cinematic, like Uncharted, you know, me and Kim can play it. She'll get sure. something out of it too. She loves Mads Mikkelsen and Norman Reedus, so right. Yeah, shit, and Del Toro, and Del Toro. So yep. yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we don't even know who the fuck Mads is. Right. Um, oh, he looks like he's the team of that Death Squad. He's the team leader of that Death. Yeah, squad but the last that. trailer, he's the one talking to the baby, and he's acting like the baby's you. And at the end of the trailer, he says you can go anywhere, even the moon. The fuck does that mean? Are there wizards? <laughs> yeah, that wizards from the moon. Hot take. Fucking. Peter Dinklage was great as Ghost. Yeah, better, better as Ghost. I'd say better. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. He was he was fucking great. I like. I prefer Dinklebot. Sarge. He sounds like a robot. He is a fucking robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So dumb. So dumb. Eric, you said Sarge. Sarge, what did you want to ask? I, I, no, I was just gonna see if Sarge had an opinion on that, but then I remembered. Sans Destiny. Sans. Gotta play that Destiny, Sans bro. Sans Destiny. There's no better time to get but in. But even right if, now. if even if he were to go back and play, he'd have no reference Ugh. on. I'd have no friends to play with. Well, no, not even that. You just have no. Re- <laughs> oh, you can play with my grandma. She's playing through right now. You'd have no reference on uh, Dinklebot, right? Because that's also true. They can. Yeah, because they completely him. removed him. Very that's close so to shitty. Day. Very close to Dicklebonk, I might add. Dicklebot and Dicklebonk. Dicklebot and Dicklebot. So dumb. Oy. I can't believe we had that fucking conversation and you changed your gamer tag <coughs> that night. You were just like, alright, let's I've go. I've done it twice now, so... You gotta do Captain Calcium next. Oh, that'll be my Smurf account. <laughs> that'll be the callback account. Ah, shit. Anything else that happened at Gamescom that we want to talk about? Um... Watch Dogs Legion showed off some RTX um, amplified footage where if you have the graphics chip turned up, all the water has real reflections in it, and that's whatever. <laughs> those cards are un- um, those cards are unbelievable. We haven't even begun to we haven't even begun to scratch the surface of what the, the twenty eighty Ti is capable of yet. Like it's unreal. Not even you know, seeing like a seeing like a, a series of puddles on a London alleyway, yeah. it, it, um, all reflecting light. Yep. In Are linearity, that? it's a level of fidelity the games haven't had. So Are yeah. You, are, you, are you so excited that you're going to like take your character and walk up to a puddle and look down just to see a reflection on it? Believe it or not, some people see beautiful shit in games, Ryan, and stop and go, fuck, that's pretty. I can go outside and do that. <laughs> God damn. Yep. Eric, I'm with you on this. High five. Uh, Cyberpunk 27D7 is coming to Google Stadia. That's pretty cool. That was announced. Yeah, it's cool. Cyberpunk showed Cyberpunk showed some new stuff too. There's like a there's like a hundred. God, that yeah, that that forty screenshot gallery just, man is just like oh, oh, good night, every bit of all it. All the guns look great. All the character yeah. modifications look great. The cityscapes look great. All of it. All of it looks. And they're screenshots. <laughs> yep. Mm. Um, so good. Yeah, I'm excited for that game. I'm excited to see, you know, we talked about games coming out next year a little bit. And we, I know we've touched on this before, but it's interesting because anything coming out in the spring or, you know, early summer next year is just going to get, it's going to be interesting to see how they get re- replaced by whatever the next generation of consoles is from a graphic fidelity standpoint. I don't think it's going to be a huge step up immediately unless you, you know, can afford 
the systems to build around the consoles. True. But, you know, uh, I'm excited to see how things like Cyberpunk get a re-release or they just unlock part of the code that has that graphics pack in it because I can't imagine they're not building that already. Oh, no, that game will be 8K ready mm-hmm. when it launches mm-hmm. in April. I'm more excited to see how many games get the fuck out of the way of Cyberpunk. <laughs> the same way Red Dead controlled fall last year in Call of Duty, even Call of Duty was like, we're releasing in November, not October. Yep. Um, it'll be interesting to see if Watch Dogs pushes itself further away um, or if it delays beyond or what like what games move around it because I can't imagine April's going to have any contenders. Right. Um, so in wrapping up, because we're coming up on time, um, real quick, everybody, what's your f- most favorite and least favorite things you saw at Gamescom? Um, we'll start with Ryan. Uh, Need for Speed Heat is my favorite. Or, man, or Gears. Those two. <laughs> Those two. Okay, what's your least favorite? Uh, farming, farming Simulator League. That's Yo, nice. guys, there's a there's Not a competitive esport farming simulator. I don't it's know why I didn't bring this bananas. up, dude. It's so fucking good. Like, <laughs> it's fucking, like, it's bananas how it works. And I looked through, like, I watched a few YouTube videos. And it's pretty fucking decent. Like, not gonna lie. It's just, uh, I never would have thought it was in a league. It's Battle Royale. They it's drop Battle you on a Royale, farm field but... and go, get to a tractor quick. <laughs> Nerdy Bits yeah. Esports. Farming simulator. First... First uh, sponsored team. So weird. Right here. Like, they have, like, <laughs> they have plans on, like, there's, like, new metas of, like, you get the fastest tractor. And if you drive, if you drive to all the harvesters and you and you acquire all the harvesters, the other team immediately loses. Like, who fucking thinks of that shit? I'm I like, can't. Oh, I mean, that's a good idea. You can't farm your field without a harvester, so. I can't. Like, all right. Farming simulator the fact that meta. Farming simulator is meta. Yeesh. That's a meta. <laughs> Yeesh. Uh, all right, Eric, uh, favorite and least favorite? Uh, my favorite was all of the uh, competitive multiplayer stuff in Breakpoint. Um, I think uh, that was a miss for Wildlands, releasing the PvP mode when they did. Uh, yeah, it, was like, it was like 18 months Yeah, later I really liked the PvP. It was a really cool 4v4 tactical experience, but you and I talked about this a little bit off-stream, Caleb, was you'd end up with one team just sitting in one side of the map um, and you'd have to go either hunt them down and they were hunkered up. I think the addition of the Battle Royale-esque circle um, in that mode where this it's constantly shrinking so you're constantly have to thinking about setting up points and then moving and covering is going to make that a really rich uh, four, 4v4 experience um, with, the, with sure. the classes and stuff like that. Uh, least favorite? Uh, not Death Stranding. Um, I'll give Kojima the respect on just you know being the industry icon. It was definitely just Again, the, the the whatever Marvel's Avengers is going to be, I just I am still not <laughs> seeing anything from what I would expect that game to be. Yeah. Um, there. So. Sure. Uh, ben, favorite and least favorite. I don't really have anything that just completely blew me away. I'm mostly in, I'm intrigued by, you know, disintegration and Iron Harvest. Those are probably two my and and Kerbal Space Program. That's pretty cool. Nothing blew me away like, oh my god, I gotta have this. Um, uh, and and my least favorite was everybody saying that their game is unlike anything we've ever played before. That's my least favorite thing about the show. <laughs> sure. Unlike. And if anybody said the word destiny, I, I didn't like that either. 
just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just being grumpy. Destiny. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's cool. Uh, I, I, I like Jeff Keighley's presentation. I like him as a presenter. I think he's really coming to his own as a as a unifying force for video gaming. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super excited for the Game Awards this year. Mm-hmm. They're always fun. Yep. We got to dress up in suits again, like we did last yep. year. You yeah, we did that. That's so awesome. we dressed up in like suit and tie and hosted the stream. It was. Ooh, I'll put dope. up a green screen and then I'll put the show on the green screen so it looks like I'm there. <laughs> yes, that'd be dope. That would be dope. Reporting um, live from Las Vegas. That's it. That's the end of the joke. Let's go. Okay, I just thought okay. you were gonna keep going. Um, nope. You're good. Uh, my favorite is a tie between Ghost Recon and Disintegration. Jeez. P-straining? No. <laughs> Apparently there's a P-meter, too, just like Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be partially survival game, so you have to, like, take care of functions and shit. You gotta eat. Gross. Hey, guys, Ben doesn't like survival games or hard games. Yeah. Yeah, so don't ask him to play PUBG, or don't ask him to play a Battle Royale game, because he'll get pissed and just leave. Uh, I won one with uh, my nephew the other day, Isaac. First game we played, we got a victory. And he died, nice. and I won the game for, for the team. Oh, my God. Yeah. Are you a convert now? No, I mean, I, I'm not awful at him. I just don't enjoy him. Well, Apex? It's cool. It's a good game. No, no. Well, I'm asking what game was where you would be our... Yeah, it was Apex. It was Apex. Okay. <laughs> no, Ben was playing. Tech played uh, I, PUBG with me. I'm not bad at him. I just, I just don't... Yeah, I like respawning. Give me a game I can respawn. I am hot-blooded. If you kill me, I want to get back and kill you. Yep. I want to hunt you down. Even if my KD's in the negative, just let me respawn. I don't like all this flying through space and, and looting for 30 minutes just to die immediately. Nah. Nah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> don't enjoy that. No, thank <laughs> you. Nope. <laughs> last, time, last time Ben rage quit from uh, a battle royale, Tech said... Just so you know, the right trigger shoots. <laughs> uh, it was real. I was like, "Don't do that!" No. It was like two in the morning. We lost like five games in a row. All the deaths were really unceremonious and just bullshit. And I just stopped having fun. And I'm not. I don't play video games to not have fun. So. He pulled the sergeant sodium. He was just like, "Bye." We were like, "I don't even can-. say bye." No. Sometimes Ryan just d- turns off his Xbox, and you're like, "Hello, really? Cool." And then you just move on. And then I, then um, I text Caleb saying sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so my favorites are uh, dis- between Disintegration and Ghost Recon. Ghost Recon's going to fuck me up. I love stealth games. I love stealth military games. And until I get Splinter Cell, Ghost Recon's going to be my... I have a conundrum my, coming up. Uh-oh. If my, if my career continues the way it is, <laughs> I'm not going to have a lot of time for games. So, I, I don't see the negative. Most I'll be able to do is talk about them. So that's that's. Uh, I don't know. It sucks. I'm not looking. There's too many games coming out. I already have a back catalog of games I've never even played. Right, and that's just going to continue. So yeah, you just got to pare it down and turn the games that you can't play into um, let's plays that you watch while you do art. Yep. So out of the corner of your eye, rather than watching The Office for the billionth time, you're watching someone play through Death Stranding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that might be how it has to be. So, I think Eric's muted. I see a little icon on his on his thing. Eric, Eric speak. speaking. No, well, we're not. We're not speaking through Discord anyway. We're coming through. No, well, I can't hear him anyway. No, 
His lips moving. Nothing's happening. Strange. Yeah, there's a mute. There's a mute signal in the top right of your window. Of what? Discord. Of, I, don't, oh, well. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, least favorite. Uh, I don't know. Fucking humankind kind of was a miss, swing and miss for me. I was like, oh I don't, shit. I don't want to. I, I I don't like the hit or miss aspect. If you know, if people are listening to us and the industry is listening to us, then I don't want to poo poo on something that's not out. Despite the fact that I spent forty minutes poo pooing on Hideo, but he can. He'll be a. He's a big boy. He'll be all right. But like, as far as <laughs> these little games that didn't get much love because they're uh you know a tactical civ builder uh, you know i wasn't interested about it either but you know uh back when i used to write for games it was our it was a rule not to poop on a game that's not out yet so i'm gonna try i'm gonna try to stick with that so so we gotta like edit about half of this podcast then. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you just shat all over a game for like 30 minutes I'm just uh, no, yeah I, yeah. To recap, I'm not gonna. I'm not saying Death Stranding looks bad. I'm just. It's just. I'm not interested. Yeah. And 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 to to recap, I'm not interested in watching a game. Unless so. it's the Shura's Wrath. Uh, that game you cannot put the controller down with the Shura's Wrath because all of a sudden you have to pound on the X button. So, um, yeah, that game does not count. And the combat in that game is awesome. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, um, when we wrap up our show, we run through our bounties. We've kind of been talking about what's been going on this week already, so we'll do like a quick hits bounties. Um, we normally share uh, what we've been watching, listening to, reading, or playing, and uh, let's say pick two of those things since we're approaching uh, time, and then we will we will move into our Smurf fact. Is Smurf in your chat, um, Eric? Uh, yeah. I don't know if he's... All right. Did he not send you one? Smurf, you gotta send me a Smurf fact. He might have. I don't have Discord to a point where I can back out and open it up because it's, you know, what I'm doing the 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 show through. But Smurf, send me a Smurf fact. Smurf, I didn't, like, we will get I didn't like last week's Smurf fact. You have to ramp it up a little bit. Yeah. You said he, I don't remember what last week's Smurf fact <laughs> he was. He said he just That's whispered you. <laughs> he just whispered me? Okay. Like the app whisper? On Twitch. Here's a smart fact. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Here's your smart fact. Oh, my God. Um, okay, so, um, Sarge, bounties, go. Uh, farming Simulator. And <laughs> I put, like, 15 hours into it this week already. Uh, I've been, <laughs> I wasn't expecting to pick it up and play it again, but, uh, yeah, I enjoyed that one a lot. And um, Taking Care of Baby. And she's got her way to everything. So is that on uh, PlayStation or? Uh, no, it's coming out. iOS, called, Android, uh, P P straining, death, death, death stranded. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so life standing. That's what we're gonna call it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben, you're up. <clears throat> uh, but, but 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 well, I actually got to play Halo with the family. That was nice. Nice. That was one of my only gameplay experiences this weekend um uh but, but oh boy I had another one we might have to circle back uh I haven't been able to play a lot I'm deep into production on Butcher Queen so I'm I'm everything everything in my hopper is suffering um still watching the boys we're almost to the end <laughs> <laughs> so good we just watched episode 6 which is awesome um but yeah there was something else I'll I'll, I'll think of it before it's just before we're done here, but yeah. Alright. Yeah, we played ODST um, for uh, Proc Gens. That was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Eric, kicking it to you. Bro. Uh, I'm going to 
finally get into DMC5, uh, which is good. Uh, that finally came to Game Pass. Um, I have a hard time buying games flat out that are 60 bucks single-player experiences now that Game Pass is out, and I have a good feeling that they're coming. So we got yeah. that on Monday, shortly after the press conference was over. Uh, so I'm going to hop it. And Stellaris. And, and Stellaris. Stellaris, which is good. Um, still working through uh, my list of you know weekly podcasts, the... The new Noble Blood podcast uh, was all about the Romanovs uh, this week um, and how they were brutally murdered um, by the uh, by the people who overthrew them uh, in Russia, uh, which was kind of mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, Matt Best, he's one of the guys who started Black Rifle Coffee. His book just came out, uh, so that's coming. Uh, I'm going to start reading that. Uh, when it comes, he talks about his time as a ranger and then as a PMC for the CIA for five years and business and all types of other cool shit. So uh, excited to read that one. Um, and then traveling for work next week. So yay. Yay. Where are you going this time? I'll be back in Chicago next week. So client meetings land on Tuesday, meetings until 6, get up at 8 a.m. the next day, meetings come. until 6, out on Thursday. So awesome. All right. Dope, man. Living the dream. Who's, who's dream? Are we talking about nightmares here? Eh. I mean, nightmares are dreams. That's You're not You're uh, not wrong. I did think of my other one. Uh, I wanted to give a shout-out to Cannon Busters. Uh, it's a new animated... Oh, did you get back into it? Show. Not yet. Okay. Um, but I did watch the two episodes. Okay. Uh, I still feel like it's, it's worthy of a signal boost. Yeah. As its pedigree, um, the creator, LaShawn Thomas, I think that's his last yep. name, went to Japan to study anime <laughs> and then got a team together to build an anime specifically for representation. So it's a diverse cast because anime is not real good about that. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. It's uh, it's uh, like a steampunk Old West mashup with crazy characters and interesting music. And a lot and a lot, a lot of um, Cowboy Bebop inspiration. Yeah. So I think if you love anime, you love it. Yeah. But I have a tenuous relationship with anime, so I don't love it yet. But just like Stranger Things this season, apparently around episode four, it gets uh, it gets really great. Yeah, it so. gets when they. Uh, yeah, it it gets good. Keep watching. Um, the okay. the exposition we spoke about drops off a little bit when it good. gives a little bit more action. Yeah. Um, I still haven't watched Stranger Things. I love the fact that there is a car that turns into a giant cow mech. Um, yep, which is yep, that's I'm sorry. awesome. Yep, it's called uh, it's called what's it called Bessie yep. or something like that. And he has and to put quarters in to drive it, and then more quarters yeah. in to get it to turn into the mech. It's like a like an arcade like yep. coin slot. Yep. Like it's great. Yeah. Dope. It's pretty. Sorry, you need that for your farm. Nope. All right. No, no <laughs> chuckles. No chuckles. Fuck you guys. Act. All right. <laughs> um, I have been watching. <coughs> <coughs> Myself? No, I'm kidding. I have been watching uh, Barry. I'm finishing up season two because it's mm, very good. If no one's watched Barry yet in this group, shame on you. I said you should, and you should watch it. At the same time, y'all said Stranger Things was good. Y'all said Stranger Things was good, and I haven't watched that yet, so whatever. And uh, the wife and I, like I said, we've been playing uh, CTR like crazy. Um, I'm still on my MLB The Show kick. I play my PS4 mostly for MLB. Like, it's weird. It's like... 
It's like escapism at its purest, right? Because games are always kind of escapism. Like, you know, I want to get out of get out of this and go shoot some shit or whatever. And being able to play baseball with the Cardinal season, playing through the franchise mode, is just really fucking fun for some reason. You guys make like, fun of it, me I for Farming it Simulator. It's really fucking fun. It's I mean, my it's my escapism. I don't know. I live in. It's I a joke because of the beans. way you deliver it, homie. You're like, <laughs> I play Farming Simulator, soying them beans. Like it's fucking funny. It's funny. Yeah, I don't shame you though. I would never kink shame somebody. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's gonna do it for bounties and most of the show. But before we wrap up, you know the fan favorite bit at the end of the show, Smurf fact, where Smurf, uh, one of our loyal listeners, long time, uh, sends in a thing for us to read that's fun to know. So was there a little jingle? Smurf facts. Oh yeah. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. Hey, man, it's going fucking strong. Um, so this one, Smurf specifically said it's to go with Kerbal Space Program. <laughs> he spelled Kerbal wrong, but it's okay. I knew what you meant. Uh, because it was mentioned earlier, he says, the fact is, water ice was once considered a rare substance in space, but now we know we were, just weren't looking for it in the right places. In fact, water ice exists all over the solar system. Ice is a common component of comets and asteroids, for example. But... We know that not all ice is the same. Close-up examination of Comet 67P... <laughs> Fuck you for putting these in here. It's Comet 67P Shuryamov... Garisimenko... By the European Space Agency's Rosetta spacecraft, for example, revealed a different kind of water ice than what is found on Earth. Mm. Yo, we're gonna get hit by a fucking asteroid with extraterrestrial water ice and it's gonna wipe out fucking sentient life well all the it's ice gonna, and the permafrost is melting and like hundreds and thousands of year old bacteria is thawing out so get ready for that mm-hmm. boom, 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 boom. oh and the Amazon oh never mind. Amazon's on Am- fire Amazon's on fire <laughs> yeah and Bezos that's is a different still podcast do you wanna get- talk about that real quick <laughs> Amazon's still unable to get uh, Bezos is still unable to finish finalize his divorce I'm just kidding. Get it, Amazon Fire. No, no, I'm, I'm with you. Oh, I'm with you. Okay, that's good. It was good. <laughs> it always feels a little sleight of hand when someone's like, "Oh, that was good." That was <laughs> like, good. Yeah. Pat was on the back. Good? Now, now yeah. go back to your homework. Good job. Yeah, basically. Um, so, if you want to, uh, as you guys know, when the when the we go live, we record the show, and then we put that show together and put it out on podcast services. Uh, it comes out Friday mornings. If you want to catch that, you can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Working on a new distribution platform, as suggested by Eric. I'm going to look into that tomorrow because I have nothing to do but work on some clerical shit. So that's dope. Um, but if you want to go to the site to check out where we post all these things, you can go to nerdybits.com. If you want to look at podcasts, that's slash listen after that. If you want to watch any of the streams and eventually some of the YouTube stuff we're putting up, it is slash watch. If you want to read anything I write or anybody else writes, it's slash read. And if you want to send in an email to the podcast so we can read your questions, because we want to build a question section into this show. I would love that. Um, Send that into slash contact. You go to slash contact. There's a full email form you can fill out there. It comes straight to me, and we will start reading those on the show. Next week's episode is going to be about unionization. So if you want to have a question, if you have a question you want to have read, or if you want to be a part of that conversation, shoot something there. You can follow Nerdy Bits on social media at nerdy underscore bits on Twitter and underscore nerdy bits at Instagram, and you can follow me everywhere. It's important: Xbox, PlayStation, Instagram, and Twitter at Lubwub L U B. 
WUB. Ben, where can people find you? Uh, see the, see the, where's the name? Up top? Underneath you. Bottom, see that name right there? Just put an at in front of it, and then slap it on whatever website you go to, and chances are I'll be on that. Dope. Yeah, it was Sketch Sawyer for those of you who are listening to the podcast later. And yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's time no, for another fine. radio visual. <laughs> uh, Eric, where can people find you, my friend? Same description as Ben, at Hybrid Glass everywhere. You can pretty much find me. Um, there also, just... To note, we do uh, we do finally have a dis- the, 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 choking on myself. Uh, we do have a Discord server. We're going to post that to the profile on uh, the Nerdy Bits uh, Twitter and Instagram, so that way you can get to it quickly if you want to join in the conversation after the podcast. Continue uh, it going and just chat about video games and everything we're chatting about. I uh, would love to have everybody hook up in that Discord and hang out and chat more. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. The more the merrier, we say. We do enjoy the company. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do we, do we and, say that? And if we, we hadn't thought we about do, it, we, it been we fine. do now. <laughs> we do now. <laughs> uh, Ryan, where where can people find you, homie? Uh, Sergeant Sodion on uh, Xbox, Twitch, Twitter, kind of, and Instagram. So, <clears throat> hey, no one judges you for having a kid and not being completely upkept on your Twitter act, uh, Twitch activity. Yeah, it's totally fucking fine, homie. Hey, so we'll come back eventually. Kids. Since yeah. the gaming communities of all the games that uh, we're playing lately are pretty small, um, if any of you play either Sea of Thieves, <laughs> Elite Dangerous, or Warframe, <laughs> he's uh, fucking ass. He's doing it. Please hit us up. And uh, we will play with you, especially since those all of those games have a pretty steep learning curve starting out. So if you're a solo player and you're like you want to play those games but don't have somebody to play it with, uh, I for one love breaking people in on either one of those games. So I would I would actually take time out of my day and, and join you on in a Sea of Thieves, Warframe, or Elite Dangerous. Beautiful. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I'm going to be kicking on the Xbox after this to play something. For those of you who are sticking around on the stream, I don't know what that is. Um, anybody else going to be sticking around? I believe i got some work to do. I would love to play. I don't know. We'll see where my mood goes. <laughs> All right. It's Eric, already getting what, are so. uh, what are your plans for the night? Yeah, I'm going to be on here in a minute, so we can Sounds hook good. up and wee, wee, wee. do that. And Ryan, what are you doing? You going to bed or are you going to play some games? I'll play some games. I'll be on. Sweet. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. This week, we'll see you again next week. You will hear this podcast on Friday, as always. And, uh, yeah. Thanks. Two Peace. Later. <laughs> two, two delays. Toodaloo.